Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Oh, he's got the headgear off him. This is unbelievable rugby Sunday footy talk, Jimmy Graham and Dobbo with you. Jammer, we have a team that has moved into the eight, five in a row. Go, you Canberra Raiders, go. Yeah, we're going to be talking all things Raiders and seeing if Ben Dobbin has put the line through the eels. Yeah, Dragons had a really poor form and poor start yesterday, and it flowed on. We're going to unpack why Sullivan didn't come back in after being sin-binned. We'll talk about the Rabbitohs as well, as they are now sitting on top of the competition. This is Sunday Footy Talk, a listener podcast. Jimmy Graham and Dobbo with you. It's Sunday Footy Talk, and we are back. The A-Team, they like to call us. James <laughs> Graham and Dobbo with you, a listener podcast, Footy Talk. And Super Saturday, it didn't disappoint. Uh, Jammer, how are you, my friend? I'm doing very well, thanks, Ben. Um, yeah, rugby league, hey. What a sport. What yeah. contests we see. It's phenomenal. Yeah, look, the, the big talking point, let's get into it. Uh, the Dragons slumped to another loss. Cowboys 42, Dragons 22. Ben Hunt's 300th game, and you would have thought, and, and all the experts have said, oh, I can see that this is going to be important. I can see that they're going to get up for this one. They never even looked like striking a blow. It was six all, and then it just went away from them, mate. It just got straight away from them. When it got tough, the Cowboys flexed their muscles at home, and the Dragons, they are in a real hole at the moment. I beg to differ, Dobbo. I thought they were having a crack. Um, They came to play, and, you know, despite their recent run of losses, they have been very close. But that's the difference at professional sport is icing those moments. And when you look back to yesterday's game, the Simbin just crucified them. There was no coming back from that. Yeah, I think the the Cowboys scored three tries in that period, if memory serves me correctly. Jaden Sullivan went in the 19th minute um, and um, Koseski scores in the 20th. Hillam Lukey scores in the 25th. Dearden Kuss scores in the 27th. So three tries. uh, That's 18 points. At that stage, it was six all. Um, And Bellin had scored and then obviously Kyle Felt. There's a couple of issues there, right? You'd be naive to think that you, you shouldn't be prepared to play with 12 in today's competition. So that, that's got to be in, on the sort of radar of, of the, the coaching staff and, and the playing group because, you know, we're seeing the frequency of sim binnings yep. this season higher than ever before. So you've got to be ready to play with 12 and to concede three tries while down to 12 players in that moment in the game, like, you know, at the 20-minute mark. It's not at the back end of the game. It, it just reeks of a lack of resilience because... You've got to be prepared for playing with 12. Like, it's just part of the modern-day game. It's part of season 2023. And the Dragons just couldn't do that. And then once the Simbining time had passed, I think, like, everybody just perplexed at why Sullivan didn't return to the field of play. That was the big question, Mark. He started the game. He was instrumental. We called last week against the West Tigers. The minute he came on in the 20th minute and Ben Hunt shifted to nine, we saw a real we saw a real change on how they played their football. Now, yes, is it a bit clunky at the moment? Yes, did they make some decisions that were poor? But if the future looks like Jaden Sullivan in the halves, if the future looks like that he is your man, 
So he goes to the bin, question mark over the sin binning. I'm not getting into that. There's a question mark over that sin binning as well. I don't necessarily say that that was warranted. I think they got but, the player wrong. They got yeah, the wrong I player. Think, I think they got the wrong player. But why do they not bring him back? Beggar's belief, Dobbo. I, so, I, I don't get it because, right, you, you'd, you'd normally go into a game with a sort of a, an interchange plan. And especially when you've got those players, like personally, I think Mbai is there as a utility. And unfortunately, it's one of those where it's like, mate, you might not get on here. Yeah. You, 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 you might not get on. And that's, the, that's what some teams do with the utility or they play with two hookers. But you've got to have Ben Hunt, play, ben Hunt playing 80 minutes. And Sullivan, a young half, like what you you only take him off if you know, things are going really bad, like we saw with Lockie Elias last year. You only, you only pull that card if it's really bad. So surely going into that game, the the plan would have been let's keep this keep this spine. Obviously, they named Ben Hunt at seven and then move him to nine. Like you know, late in the piece, and Sullivan comes off the off the bench to start, and that's what we saw. In last week's game, and it looked like how different the Dragons looked in attack. And even that, the DeBellin try on the second minute, Ben Hunt out of dummy half on minute two or three. And he's craft. Mm. And then Sullivan with the ball in his hat. And then, okay, there's, you, you, as a coach, you're not planning for the sim bin. But surely, surely, as soon as that 10 minutes is up, you're going back to what your, your foundation was. And all, and even that with with the fact that they scored three tries or they conceded three tries, what do you need? Well, you need points. Well, Sullivan's going to get you them. Well, when you have a look at it, um, I mean, he started the game. Um, he ends up only ha- <laughs> he ends up having three runs, twenty run meters, and four tackles. So something something there's something not right at that club. Now, I would suspect. And I mean this genuinely. Um, that they felt that it was a punishment. Particular was it was it a pun- seen as a punishment? Oh, but like, I, 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 no, but I'm being genuine. I'm asking you as a player, like because no, it was it was bizarre. For, uh, it's well, bizarre. Well, well, it is because and 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 the coaches made the call there because you know usually you get simbinned and that player autumn and it even happens in middle rotations and it can mess up a middle rotation. That's where it's where this usually has its most devastating effect. The simbin. To, in terms of rotations, if it happens to a middle player and they're supposed to be coming off at the 20-minute mark and then, bang, all of a sudden they get Simbin, but then they get their little break and then they come on, at, at, you know, come back on. But you, they're not going to waste an interchange on that. They just get the fresh guy out there and then for, those, for, for, for a person playing nine and seven and then to bring your utility on when clearly... They've made the call that this is our spine moving forward. And you can't say, oh, we forgot because they've made the decision. No, no, no. Sully's not, Sullivan's not going back on. Embi's going on. Put Benny back, put Ben Hunt back to seven. Keep Embi at nine. I just don't understand it. And, and you know what? This isn't a knock on, on Moses Embi or anything. It, it isn't, but Sullivan should have been put back onto the field. Yeah. Uh, it, it was just, it was just a bizarre set of circumstances. I don't think, and we will talk about this, I don't think Griffin lasts. I think days, and Jammer, I'm not asking you to, to, to even well, well, come well, into this. Well, I, well, I just no, don't, and I'm no. not death riding a coach, no, but and, and, I, I think it's over. No, well, we'll, we'll Dobbo, let's, let's take away 
some of the factors at play here. Let's take away the fact that he's had to reapply for his job at the end of this season. Let's take away the fact that his contract is up at the end of the season. Look at let's look at what's happening now. Yeah. And if look at history and you could you, you like even if he was contracted for the next season or the season after that, you off, off these recent run of results. Yeah, it's you could see that you know the the, the conversations at boardroom should be happening. Yeah, I, and I think they are. And I and, 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 been... I, and I put it, I want to put it on record. I like Anthony Griffin. I've got plenty of time for him, but and I don't like seeing coaches get sacked. I really don't. And you know, in a world full of rainbows and lollipops and all that, and everyone's happy, everyone get keeps the job, and that's it. But this is rugby league, professional sport, and the conversations will be happening. And based off the evidence that we've seen, you know, you, you've got to look to make change. Yeah, I think that's going to happen uh, this week uh, sooner rather than later. Cowboys have another win. Uh, gutsy win against the Roosters. We now know off the Roosters' performance against Penrith, they're not going as well as they'd like, but it was a very gutsy win in the wet. And then they've backed it up at home against uh, a St George side that if ever they were going to get up for a bloke playing his 300th, that was it. Is it is it fair to say they have resurrected their season and they're back on track? Did you like enough of what you saw last night to say, hey, we're starting to see some signs of that team that got them to the prelim last year? Look, I think there's been much improvement during the past two weeks and both games without Jason Tamalolo as well, which is huge. He is yeah. such an influ- influential figurehead up there in Townsville. Um, look, the Cowboys, they're back in the mix, aren't they? Yeah. They, they, they're back in the mix now. They've still got they've still got some work to do. Two good games aren't going to be enough. They need to keep on going. And, yeah, just like they wouldn't overreact at the start of the season due to some bad losses, they're not going to be patting themselves too much on the back after two good wins. I, the, the frightening thing is, is that only three weeks ago they dished up that performance against the Sharks. And it's going to take two more. It's going to take more than two wins to get that out the system. I'm afraid we're going to take a break, but I'm going to throw that theory at you in another way very shortly as well. I look Th- forward to you throwing things at me, Ben. This is Sunday Sinbin, Jimmy Graham, and Dobbo with you. Uh, the Cowboys back. The Dragon slump. We're going to take a break. Come back as the Raiders win their fifth in a row. <laughs> Welcome back to the Footy Talk Podcast on Listener. Jimmy Graham and Dobbo with you. You talked about before the break, uh, it was only a few weeks ago that you remember uh, the performance that the Sharks and, and the belting that the Sharks gave the Cowboys. Well, I'll take you back to round five. And the Penrith Panthers absolutely put a cricket score on the Canberra Raiders at home. And people were calling for Ricky. They were calling what's happened to the Raiders. Well, last night they beat Parramatta. They win their fifth in the row. They now sit in fifth spot, and they, their season is back on track, Jammer. And they are really now, and with the draw they've got, no disrespect to other teams, but they've got a, a softer run home than other teams, and it just shows that the complexity of this competition now that the teams can cop an absolute flogging one week, and it can be turned around quickly at the moment. This comp is so far wide open at the moment that no one in their right mind would have thought Canberra would have won. They they got flogged and then went and beat Brisbane. Like yeah, well, that's how yeah. that, that, that's how that, that's how quickly it happened. Yeah, so so the evenness of the competition it is clear for everybody to see. Is 
being a, a tipster is a horrible job at the moment. It really is. Nobody can pick anything right with any sense of security. You can't lock your tip in without thinking, oh, well, what if, what if, what if? And again, go back to the Raiders. Yeah, they got pumped against the Panthers 53 points to 12 in round five. Then they go and beat Brisbane. But that's not enough for them to turn round and be like, oh, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to be making the eight now. That's not enough to to get rid of those demons having 53 put past you pretty much most at home, most of those points in the second half as well. They had to go on a bit of a run, scrape through against the Dolphins, scrape through against the, the Dogs in, in Magic Round. Great victory last night for them. And I think they can put that game against the Panthers behind them now, but not after one or two weeks. And it's the same situation with the Cowboys. Yeah, they are they are really now starting to hit their straps, don't you think, uh, Canberra? That last night, the, the forward pack is yeah huge it is it is is immense. Yeah, it, um, it, it really is. And you know what? I know Ricky Stewart will be screaming from the hilltops about Hudson Young and Corey Horsburgh getting their chance in Origin. They deserve it. No, no, no. But, but I don't but, know if they're going to make it. Well, I I know. Hear me out. Deep down. For Canberra's season, yeah, does he want that? <laughs> because the way that they're going and the attitude that they're showing, and whether or not this is because it's, it's quite a fine balance, they could be performing this way because they want that Origin jersey. And then if yeah. they don't get if they don't get it, then what happens? But those two in particular are playing out of their skin. Um, but just with the the toll that Origin takes for two new guys in their forward pack that are playing so, so well at club level, could that be the have a detrimental effect on Canberra around the origin period and post-origin period? I hope it doesn't. And you'd never want to say, oh, don't, don't get picked because you want your club form. You should be rewarded. But it, it is quite the fine balance. We've seen many a club and player uh, go to state of origin and, you know, the, the high and the emotional and physical toll it takes on players... It's a different beast when they come back. Can I ask you this? Do you believe the Parramatta season's gone, Jammer? Um, they sit on um, in 14th, played 11, eight points, four wins, seven losses. To me, is it time? I mean, I, I think if the, the West Tigers would say are done, the Dragons are done, the Bulldogs won't make it. Well, they're the same as the Eels. Do, do you put the line through the Eels and say they won't make the eight? This is last year's grand finalists, mind you. There's still a win ahead of the Knights and people aren't putting the the line through the Knights just yet. Sure. So sure. I think... They've got to play today, look, though. They've yeah, got to play today. Like, if you, look, if you look at this season and just how tight it is, look, it's not been a great season for the Paramount Reels by any stretch of the imagination. It really hasn't. But I think if you're in that dressing room, you've got to look around and go, have we got enough talent in here? Can we turn it around? And we've seen many clubs do this where they've had poor starts to the season. We've seen this historically. Poor starts to the season, get to around about this point and some of the leaders turn around, look in the gr- look around the group and you go, yeah, we well, we did it last year. We got to the grand final last year. Look around. Yeah, we've still got plenty of talent in the room. Yes, we can turn it around. But it's going to take one hell of a mighty effort for them to do that. It is not looking good. It, no. it, it it really isn't. They um they've been disappointing this season. Yeah, they really uh, have. But I, at at this point, 
at this moment in time, I don't think you can put a line through them for 2023. They've still got a chance. Well, you're a better man than me because I don't think they have. I think they're done. Um, and a lot of people will shout me down and they'll say how negative I am, but I, I actually think we the Parramatta uh, 2023 campaign is over. And I think that they've got to have a big, long, hard look at themselves. And you can talk about their roster. Their roster has not changed that much. Yes, they lost Reed Marnie. Yes, they lost Isaiah Papali'i. It has not changed that much moving forward. Well, we saw well, well there, Sin- there you go then, Dobbo, that, that they've got they've got it in them to go on a run. Yeah, but so I look at that and, but, and you go, but, you but, look but around you're, you're and they've 11, got to investigate. Jammer. But Jammer, you're week 11, mate. You're week 11 of tw- and of you've 20 had four se- wins. You've had yeah. four wins and you've got to then now, – now, last year, 32 points got you to the eight, right? So they've got – That was an unusual win. That was an unusual season though. I, I, well, think, I think based off this season, I think a, a 50% uh, record will likely okay. get you so in. So there's 20, 26 weeks. So 13 is 26 and three buys. So you're going to have to have 32 again. So that means you're going to have to get 32 points again. Three buys and 13 wins. Not yeah, so, I, so I'm, I'm going to say th- th- they're going to need th- uh, 12 or 13 wins, and they've got four. So you think I don't, I don't like another, all this. I don't like all this buy nonsense nine, and add, adding up the buys. That, you want well, they've got another. You think they've got another nine wins in them? Not based off what we, off what we've seen so far. Just get off the fence, Jammer. No, no, get no, off no, the no, fence. no, no. Be, because, because Dobbo, I don't want. I don't want to be the guy that sat there and going like, you know, yeah, there are some teams you can put the line through. But with the Parramatta team, we've seen it before where teams have got together, they've had meetings or, or you know, a player-driven thing. Like, lads, we've got to, like, we're wasting our opportunities here. Yeah. And I'm still well, clinging on for Parramatta yeah. to do that. I can tell you now, I am all in, and I mean this, all in on what will be the Canberra Raiders making the eight, and I think Parramatta are done. South Sydney were very good at win the West Tigers. Uh, they are the clear favourites, outright favourites now. Uh, 20 points to nil. That was the first game. Clinical. But the Tigers impressed me a lot. They they, they scrapped it. They played a lot of f- football in front of them. They are getting better. They are improving. I'm not, I'm not prepared to call them our wooden spooners. No, no. They, they, they are much improved. Um, in terms of Souths, I think, you know, it's just one of those games they just – Needed two points and you know, to to win twenty points to nil. Be happy they didn't yeah. concede. You know they lose lose Tom Burgess in the was it in the warm up or in the in the day before with a bit of a back injury. So yeah, yeah. look bit, big loss for for them not having him come off the interchange bench. But yeah, just they they looked comfortable yesterday. And Souths have been up for a number of weeks. It was a huge game last week against the Storm. Huge sure. victory. You know, they probably got the Tigers at the right time there. A game that they, you know, were in full control of. Um, smart move to go from six to eight. Put the pressure on the Tigers and then, yeah, a couple of late tries. But they're looking very comfortable at the moment, the, the South Sydney Raptors. You're dead right. That's it from us here at Footy Talk on a Sunday. The Sinbin and so many games. Knights taking on the Titans and also the Seagulls and the Sharks. Who do you like in the Knights and Titans, mate? Oh, i got to go the Knights. Yeah, and the Seagulls taking on the Sharks. They're calling this the, you know, Woodsy and Wade Graham Cup. Um, who do you like in this one? Battle of the Beaches. I'm going to go with the Sharks. They've got yeah. to respond after last. Well, to be fair, both of these teams were putrid in the opening 40 minutes of Magic Round, respectively, in their games. <laughs> Surely the Sharks. 
I think the Sharks as well. That's it from us here, Footy Talk, a listener podcast. Jammer and Jimmy Graham and Dobbo with you on a Sunday. Gordon, Tallis and Emma in tomorrow, and we'll be back next time with you on the Footy Talk. Listener.